Do I need to do the NPR voice again? Maybe. <laughs> uh, this is just going out to all the cool cats out there. <laughs> This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie, your first lawyer. I'm Ashley, your newbie kitten lawyer. And I'm Michelle, and I'm dead. <laughs> Mich- Michelle, you're dead? Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm dead. That's, that's really tragic, because this is the sad episode. Yep. Where, where we mourn the passing. <laughs> I can't even say it. Of a great, great man. So great. So great yeah. that we all decided to be Mia. Yeah. But before we get into the sadness of a great man passing and Michelle being dead, this is Ashley, everybody. Yeah. Hi. Um, I've known Ashley for forever. Like X amount of years. It's like uh, 16 years now. Give or take. Long time. And so we had her playing these attorney series, and she's just a big fangirl, too. Yay. Yay. I don't know how we keep finding them, people, but it's a good thing. It's because we make everyone we know play this game. <laughs> yeah, we do. And it's had no negative re- repercussions so far. Mm-hmm. No. All right, so anyway, the whole point of this episode was to make us really sad as we discuss Diego Armando's great, great life. Man, it's been like a hard two weeks for me because every couple of days I'm like, shit, Diego dies in 13 days. Shit, Diego dies in 10 days. Shit, Diego dies in seven days. Shit, Diego (laughs) dies in three days. (laughs) And it's tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, yeah. When the podcast comes out. Well, don't make promises we might not be able to keep. (laughs) It's, It's Monday. It's it's Monday the 27th. Which means I'm going to wake up on Monday and I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to have black coffee in honor of Diego. I've been drinking coffee like just every day for the past couple of weeks and I think it's just in preparation for the sadness. Yeah, I've been doing that too. Black as night, sweet as sin. He no. does not say that. But I like that saying. <laughs> it's a good saying. I, found, I read it in a Neil Gaiman book. Yes. Yeah. So... We asked you guys to to send your eulogies this way. How we will mourn this sad, sad man. Jenna Dark Knight and Serenity Frost took the easy way out because they went pub crawling instead of showing up. So instead of showing up at the funeral, they show up hours after (laughs) and they pour coffee on his grave. Oh, I like that, though. Well, they went out and poured coffee on it, yeah, because they couldn't find it because he's not dead. (laughs) Oh. So they they just refuse to believe that he's dead. Okay. No, see, Diego, we're not saying Godot is dead. We're saying Diego is dead because he is. Godot will tell you Diego Armando is a dead man. Yeah, seven years later he comes back to life. But they say (laughs) they stagger in and they left a pound bag of coffee on his chest in the hospital. Okay. The good shit from Borghenia, the stuff that tastes like coffee. That's their headcanon. Okay. (laughs) I like it. It's good. Which probably confused the hella out of Mia and the nurses because they have no idea who they are and how they know De- Diego Armando in the first place. Yeah. Who came in and obstructed his breathing? He's a coma <laughs> patient. 
no like just just let's just throw this out and you'll be like no oh. I got it. <laughs> it's good shit yeah yep um so colin d also took kind of an easy way out colin d i know you forgot my name but <laughs> you should also realize we're always joking i'm not actually offended <laughs> um so yeah uh but he said he couldn't give us anything about diego because his name when he first played the game he saw that it was Diego, and he didn't want to play it anymore, because he oh. didn't create a paradox, I'm assuming. Yeah. And just have to deal with two Diegos in the same Japanifornia. Yeah. So, okay, colon D. Slash Diego. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mop-Up. Sorry, sorry, I assumed you were a girl. Mop-Up is a dude. And I'm we also- recognize your masculinity! So I'm sorry, but I also also refuse to to pronounce your name correctly, so I'm going to keep calling Mop-Up. Had a beautiful idea, though. He had a beautiful idea. His sister suggested it. What? So it was the idea of Mia saying her own eulogy at his funeral. Saying her own eulogy? Like she died with him. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try to read this his words and try to do it justice actually i'm gonna have ashley read it and do it justice because her reading voice is better than mine is it i'm gonna say it is where am i starting (laughs) okay so this was a comment like a poem thing from um a youtube video they say the last cup of coffee a person ever drinks is one of the greatest beverages in their life that it tastes like pure satisfaction perhaps this is because it is the last Maybe it represents the satisfaction of having lived, a life fulfilled. So, to all of you coffee lovers, whether you like it black, half-calf, even decaf, or with cream and sugar, raise your mugs and cups high for the man who taught us the truth, and many, many more. A toast to Godot, a.k.a. Diego (laughs) Armando. That was beautiful. beautiful. I'm snapping. Can you hear me snapping? Like, I'm in some poetry house. (laughs) Yes. Beautiful. Um, Also, in conjunction with this beautiful eulogy, uh, all the versions of the fragrance of dark coffee will be played, and a particular version of Chopin's Funeral March, because it's jazzy and classy, and that's exactly what Diego would have wanted. Yep. And uh, everybody else was too busy drowning in in their own tears, thinking about how sad and tragic Diego's passing is to to email us. And to some extent, that's okay. It's okay. It's and okay. Because if, if I try to put to words my feelings for Diego, I can't. Only song will do. And this is the song that appropriately <laughs> goes to my feelings. <clears throat> my love is like... <laughs> Storybook story, but it's, it's as real as the feelings I feel. It's as real as the, the feelings, feelings I feel. feel. Oh, that was- <laughs> <laughs> but Stephanie, you hate that song. I do, but. <laughs> and I know that you do because Mia and Lauren will sing it all the time. <laughs> you 
just to piss you off. It's true, but I feel it was the only song that was even mildly appropriate to the feelings I felt. Okay. And that would be my eulogy for Godot. Diego, sorry, Diego. I'm sure Godot would detest that song as well, though, to be fair. Actually, they can't see you, Nod. Nod, Nod, Nod. (laughs) Well, I can't beat that. (laughs) Anything I say would come up short. I don't know, Michelle, you have any sweet eulogy? I I don't. I was too consumed by sadness this week to come up with a sweet eulogy. That's okay. Also busy. That's understandable. Yeah. Otherwise I would have, though, because he deserves one. And how? Well, my friend who cosplays Godot, his name is Chris, he sent me a whole list of of Godot questions that he thought was relevant to pondering this special man. Oh. They're, they're all Godot-related and not Diego-related, but I feel like it's it's still... It's still relevant. Okay, hit me. Okay, so his first one was, what exactly is about Godot's visor that helps him see? Fucking space age magic. (laughs) That's what I assume. Future Japanifornia magic. I feel like Japanifornia's technology is slightly more advanced than ours, but only slightly since I've seen Phoenix's cell phone. (laughs) Yeah. So in odd ways. And Edgeworth is kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. But okay, hold on. Also, they had like a shitty desktop. But no, I think, okay, I'm not any sort of science person. But what part of your brain control eyesight? Is it the back or the back, front? The back part of your brain is your um occipital lobe or whatever you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. That, that's where your vision is held. I thought it was in the back. Okay, never mind. Because if it was in the front, it could be, like, in his temples or something, using electricity and shit that would shock it into working. But it's not the front, it's the back of your brain, so whatever, Japanifornia. I, I thought it was the front. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it does something with, like, the refraction of his eyes, like, because your eyes, like, take in the sights and they flip, and your brain flips them and processes it, blah, 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 blah. Maybe it has, like, helps, like sharpen images that get into his eyes and like that's the way it works but maybe it does run off of some sort of electricity from his head like from his temples so it shocks me no it just like feeds off like the human electrodes i'm an english grad damn it <laughs> don't look <laughs> human electrodes but okay hold on how about this well we kind of have to know whether the poison damaged his brain or his eyes cuz if it's his eyes then they can they can, okay, bullshit. Let's let's play a bullshit game here. I read a lot of science fiction. All right, let's go with And in one science fiction story that is the sequel to Ender's Game, if anyone has heard of it, there's um, Speaker for the Dead. And in Speaker for the Dead, this guy who is the main character, whose name is Ender, goes to this planet and kind of, like, meets a lady with 18 million children <laughs> and marries her. But okay. So one of the kids is effed up and has fake eyes they're just metal and it's really creepy but they're cameras that are hooked up like directly to his brain so instead of eyes he has cameras and he can like jack into stuff and and upload video from his eyes it's really trippy so maybe (laughs) Godot's visor is just a camera that feeds the camera feed directly into his brain so he can see that that way 
But I would assume since he was in a coma for seven years that the poison affected his brain. In which case, what if we just put weird-ass wires in his brain and hooked them up straight to the visor? Done. Done deal. So he also asked, is this like an original thing he made himself or did someone make it for him? Okay, A, it's not original because if it was original, it really would produce coffee. (laughs) (laughs) B, he was a lawyer, not like an engineer. Yeah, I I doubt he made it himself. I'm sure someone made it for him. But I don't know if it's like... A lot of people have this thing. I doubt there's a lot of people walking around with visors on like that. I'm sure probably it's not. not maybe specifically for him, but like some probably technology that's slightly new that they've been toying around with and they're like, hey, let's give it a shot. So he's getting. Yeah, yeah probably. Which is why like it, he can't see red because, you know, it's not perfect. Yeah. Um, so the question that went along with that is, do other people who have suffered similar fates have visors like that? I, like I said, like, probably just, like, a couple people who are trying it out or something. Yeah, trial people. Or rich people. Who knows? Maybe Manfred would have, would have had one (laughs) if he got shot in the eyes instead of the Oh my god, I like this image in my head, (laughs) even though it should be terrifying. Except his wouldn't be red, it would just be unable to see (laughs) imperfection. Yeah, his would shoot lasers, so he wouldn't have to be a taser, have to carry a taser. He could just yeah zap people with his visor. Ten thousand volts. Straight from <laughs> oh god, his this eyes. is terrifying. Now. <laughs> Were you gonna say something, Ashley? Oh yeah, about like the people who summer similar fates. I was thinking, well, as many people who have been poisoned like he has usually don't survive. So I, yeah, I doubt there's. Many people who have extensive brain damage and cannot see. Well, how many motherfuckers <laughs> is Dahlia going around poisoning with the same poison, okay? On a daily <laughs> basis least, like, or three. on a monthly basis? On <laughs> a, a year. What's her yearly quota of bitches <laughs> she's poisoned? Oh, damn. Someone bumped into her when she was walking, so it poisoned them. Um, then they didn't open the door yeah. for her. Poisoned them. It rained. Poisoned this guy who was <laughs> next to her. So... Yeah, who knows? She probably has, like, vials and vials and, like, tubs of that stuff. Just, like, <laughs> under her sink. She's like, oh, but a little low today, and pours it into, like, her vials and puts it into her, like, pocket or something, her little purse. <laughs> Everyone okay. wants to just, like, tap into somebody's tea or something like that and walk away. She's a bitch. She just has a compartment in her umbrella <laughs> that she just hits a button <laughs> and poison shoots out yeah. everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. She has to get new butterflies all the time because they always it's... get in the crossfire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so another question was, um, why does his visor light up? Because it does, motherfucker. It does. <laughs> yeah. it fucking uh, does. Can he legally drive with that on if he can't see red? No. Colorblind, colorblind people are allowed to legally drive. No, I, I think it depends on if, what degree of colorblind they are. Well, because the way the lights are, are in order are consistent everywhere. Oh. So they can not necessarily tell what color it is, but they can see that that light is lit up compared to the other one. What about... Like, I have a thing. Hold on. Hold on. So he can't see red <laughs> when it yeah. is on a white background, people. So a stop sign would just be a red octagon, okay? He can still see a stop light because he can tell yep. that a red light has come on. 
Like, it's just when it's <laughs> so, red on white background. So, so, yeah. So he would probably be able to legally drive. Does he drive? Probably not. No, because it's L.A. And I doubt he, Japan. I assume so he takes a cab he doesn't everywhere. Need to. Well, yeah. L.A. is like a driver's city, though, isn't it? But, I mean, Edry has his douchey red car. <laughs> so, I just assume he has someone. Like, he has either, like, a driver. Yeah. I doubt it's a personal driver. It's gumshoe. No. Oh, wait. You're talking about... Godona. Godona, not, not, no. Miles still drives his car. It's true. He just got another juicy red car <laughs> after they took his first one. Oh, that thing. You said Gumshoe can drive? Because remember what happened when he tried? He crashed. <laughs> and we all thought he was dead. <laughs> Go, dummy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was like with another question, like, how does he get around bike, subway, train? I, th- I think he take- he just has, like, he calls a cab all the time. Because if he had a driver, like, he'd have to talk to that guy and, yeah. you know, socialize, maybe. Or he could just have a cab driver yeah. all the time and deal with it. So I would be, oh, I would hate to have Godot as my cab yeah. driver. Because he'd, yes, be, like, he'd be like, where are you going, sir? And he'd give him the most cryptic answer possible. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, where to, sir? Where are all men headed to in this life? It would be a Damn, game. this guy again. <laughs> Um, another question was, uh, how does he live his day-to-day? Do people question him about the visor? Do they ignore it? He'll probably just continue to be cryptic about everything. Children probably stare, but children yeah. always stare. Because, like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. He was a robot. A they think robot? it's awesome. Oh, my God. I would fall in love with him. Oh, wait, I already did. <laughs> yeah. All over again. Oh, it's true. <laughs> does he ever go into public for reasons unrelated to his job? Probably not. No. He probably sits at home and brews coffee. Or goes to the local coffee place. You really think he goes and has any other coffee but his own? Good point. Very good point. Like hell, Godot would ever actually drink a Starbucks brand coffee. Because even Michelle and I think it's shit. <laughs> or he'd drink and just spit it back at them. I used to think it was okay. And then Michelle made me drink Red Eye, and now yeah. I can't drink Starbucks shit anymore. <laughs> You have. <laughs> Just like how I can't have microwave water for my tea I've made anymore. your life better. Yeah, I didn't realize how terrible it was until I tried to switch yep. back. Because that was horrible. And, and it was gross. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That that was all the good dough questions we had. Um, Those were good. Want to take a break before we questions. hit up our next question? All right, we'll be back. Stephanie, uh, your first and foremost mentor lawyer. I'm Ashley, your newbie kitten. And I'm Michelle, and I'm dead. Still. Still. Good to know. Yep. All right, so our other question we left you guys with last week was 10th anniversary. Hey! We christened this 10th anniversary with our noble podcast where we do good in the world. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so we told you guys there's all this stuff in Japan that we'll never get. So what would we like, ideally? 
I know, Ashley. It's okay. <laughs> wands. So many wants. Well, so okay. Jen and Dark Knight and Serenity Frost like pulled together and said on the swag front they want to stay like in-game swag, so like actual official badges. Which is true. Most people who make their own badges, like I've seen online, don't look that good. Yeah, they're kind of shitty. They're kind of shitty. They're like maybe they're really flimsy or like way too small or way too big. One problem with the official badge thing is is that I think that those are actual defense attorney and prosecutor attorney badges in Japan. I don't think they can just sell those. <laughs> I actually think <laughs> you're right. I remember reading so, a where someone was a lawyer and it was it looked exactly like Phoenix's badge. And I was like, oh, it's actually a thing. Yeah, so I think that's a real thing in Japan. So I don't think they can just fucking sell them. No. Well, they can sell them here. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah. They would be, like, shipped to other countries, like Japan. Shipped to outside countries only. There you go. <laughs> well, here's the deal. They can make them in China <laughs> and then ship them here. And if J- if Japan wants them, then they can intercept that boat on the way and just grab a few boxes. <laughs> they can get the great Yagaterasu to steal the truth. <laughs> and the truth is in badges. Yeah. So there. Um, they also want Apollo's bracelet. Why? I would like Apollo's bracelet, but it's kind of stupid looking. Kind of ugly. So you can, you have the powers that it has. You want what? the power? I want the power. <laughs> the power of voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that bracelet would only be cool if it actually did fucking tighten and shit, and it wasn't just like some loose thing that you could swoof around on your arm. His bracelet's pretty ugly. Like, it's an ugly color, and it's got them ugly eyes on it. Ugly color? Yeah, that's true. It's not gold. It's, like, some off, like, copper brown. Yeah. Okay. Michelle made one, and we were staring at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just staring at it. Um, Badger plushies. Yes. Uh, I want the actual wriggling piece of plywood. Yes. <laughs> that is what I want. Yes. I want one of those, like, desk-sized Yes. One of those, like, desk things that you start and it goes infinitely. I would want it, like, that size. Okay. I wouldn't want a big full-size plywood one. I would like a desk one. Or to be, like, those those fish, or those, those birds. Those that... drinking birds? Yeah, the drinking birds. Yeah. Yeah. Except those are stupid and this would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it would move like that. Only with its hands. Yeah. I would I would appreciate it. And then I would give a portion of the proceeds to the Detective Gumshoe Can Eat Foundation. <laughs> What about, um, like, Godot's mask? Oh, yes. Real working coffee. <laughs> I would pour out. That would scald your face off. There is no, like... Not if you have, like, towel. There is no way in this, this world that we live in that's non-Japanifornia <laughs> and is not in the future yet. It's just not, it's not possible. Okay, how However, about a Godot-inspired, a Godot's mask-inspired toaster? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> that'd be dumb but how about and you would buy it <laughs> I would buy it but that would be stupid how about actual Godot blend coffee yes 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 and I want Godot mugs all of the Godot mugs just any well his mug is just white no 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 yeah. no like I want like random Godot sayings on um like oh. the official one they had in Japan I would like it in America mm-hmm or just different blends on them, blend numbers on them, and like like a coffee of the month club where you get a different <laughs> Godot blend every month, and then like the number mug corresponding with that blend. 
That'd be cool as shit, and I would pay all of the money to do it. Holy shit. <laughs> Coffee of the Month clubs are expensive. Yeah. I would do it for Godot. Yeah, I would do it for him, too. Um, Bop Bop has a good <laughs> idea, which I think is hilarious, but I don't know if I'd actually buy one. Is we would get <laughs> Rhonda Ten- Ten- Tenrio's iFly suitcase that she designed in Investigations. <laughs> the ugly luggage. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because while he thinks it looks cute, no one would claim or steal it because of how ugly, I'm sorry, gaudy it looks. <laughs> and AA fans can find each other easily. <laughs> I mean, look at it. It's hard to not look at it. <laughs> that, that's a good reasoning. It's good reasoning. Except for if I, okay, so say I'm at the airport, which never happens to me in my entire life. Yeah. And I'm at the carousel thing and I see one of those fucking suitcases come down. I know it's an AA fan, so I would steal their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they have a bunch of cravats. <laughs> That's what I would want. I would steal every single one of them, just hoping it's a suitcase full of cravats. <laughs> and if it wasn't, I would not give it back. <laughs> So, so in a year's time, because this is what would happen, Michelle, you would just start going to airports to hang out <laughs> for the iFly suitcases. On the plus side, I might accidentally, on purpose, steal a suitcase full of cosplay, and then I'm a double winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Mopop has another thing, but I want to get to that later. Um, but, Ashley, what do you want from the world of Ace Attorney? What do you want materialized so you may own as your own? Uh, that's a hard one. Besides Godot's mask? Yes, besides that one. Hmm. I, I need some time. Okay, well, wait, you think, because I've got your answer right here. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Real Edgeworth cravats. Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Certified cravats that are not pre-tied. They come with tying instructions. Oh, good. Because I've seen people who have made cravats, and they do not look good. No, yeah. Tying instructions. Tying instructions. You know what else is necessary, Michelle? Hobo hats. Hobo hats, you're right. Fucking hobo hats. Okay, this requires a little explanation. Back when they did the orchestral concerts for the the orchestra pieces, they actually sold hobo hats at the concerts. (laughs) God damn. I just want them to bring it to America so I can have one. Damn, they need to make those everywhere. And they do they do they have uh, trucy pins on them? Not trucy pins. I'm sorry, Emma pins on them. I believe they had those in, in a patch that was on them. Okay. They weren't like a button, but it was a patch. Okay, that makes that makes more sense for selling the hat. Yeah. Because the pin would be clumsy and fall off often. I feel. Yeah. But hey, they should they should make those patches like you can just put on anything. Mass produce yeah. patches for me, please. Seriously. I also want Emma glasses. All of them. You guys are saying everything I want. (laughs) (laughs) Emma glasses would be really cool. All the styles. I mean, like, her old style is really cool, like, when she's older. Mm -hmm. Her round ones are also really cute. Yeah. Okay, other thing. I want Walkie Kitaki's Bad Badger shirt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I want Maggie Bird's entire outfit from from Investigations. Her outfit looks super comfy in investigations. Yeah, I would wear the shit out of that. Oh, you know what I want just to be real? Oh, I want the Kentucky Bakery to be real. 
<laughs> Tenth anniversary swag. An entire bakery run by mobsters. Please and thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Please and thank you. I know there's a lot of people out there who probably want Darren Crescent's hoodie. I don't, eh. but I feel like there's a lot of people out there who want it. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Wait, which one was I that? would rather have his boots. I don't know what I'd do with them, but they would be cool to have. I want Desi's rather red leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Can I have Master Mask's hat? That would be really cool, too. You just want the hat? Yeah, because it's really huge. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's actually super awesome. It's like, cool as shit. Feathers it's that got a big. huge feather. Yeah, feathers that big are really expensive. Yeah. Fun facts, but, like, they're... So, like, yeah. Yeah, right on. Right, right. So right, Michelle. I want that hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole outfit, too, if you wanted to gift wrap that and put it on my front step, that'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. but really, I just want the hat. Everyone who's hearing Ashley dying, I just opened up court records on my computer, and it's the picture of Edgy as Luke Skywalker and Kay as Leia with Gummy as C-3PO in the background, and she's just dying. It's a good picture. It's a fantastic picture. Everyone go to courtrecords.net. <laughs> the background. Uh, whose face is that? That's Wendy Oldback as Darth Vader. <laughs> Uh, you gonna be okay? I think so. That caught me off guard. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I went on court records to see if I could like look at things, like look at evidence. What about a real fucking oh. um, Mr. Hat guy, the puppet? That's oh. what his name is, Mr. Hat, right? Mr. Hat, yeah. Because I can think of you stuff. would want Mr. Hat. That would just be cool. I don't like oh. puppets, but I love Mr. Hat. <laughs> the problem with Mr. Hat is physically impossible. Where the That's fuck does he it. come from? He's bigger than child Trucy. <laughs> He is bigger than her. The only way she produces him is from magic. Yeah. This isn't swag. Can I just have a Furio Tigre? <laughs> yeah. To keep? To keep as my own with his pink motor scooter. <laughs> Does, wait, okay, so would your Furio Tigre be life-sized or, like, fun-sized? Fun-sized! <laughs> so I can put him in my pocket! <laughs> He would just shout obscenities and make cardboard objects. Yes. Oh, 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 can I get a Luke at me magnifying glass, too? Oh, a magnifying glass monocle? Yes. yes. That'd be cool. Because monocles are hard to keep in place. I don't understand how they work. But Luke Fun at fact, has Back in the day when they were real, they were custom-fitted to people's eyes, so it wasn't a problem. Oh, makes more sense. Nowadays, they're just fucking round pieces of glass, and it doesn't work. Uh, makes more sense. Um, you know what I don't want to be a thing? Any sort of swag forever anyone wants? Can't have it. I don't want anyone to have magenta glasses or rape. No. That is not allowed. <laughs> it's not allowed. No. That man is terrifying. <laughs> Look into his eyes. I can't get close <laughs> in that picture and thank God. Nothing there. Um... I guess, well, I, I shouldn't say I wanted a pocket-sized Furio Tigre, because I want to pocket-size everybody now. <laughs> Jake. Like a pocket-sized Jake, a pocket-sized, like, Master Mask, pocket-sized Lisa Basil, because that would just be a tiny computer in your pocket. Yeah. I know what I want. What? I want Ron's hair. <laughs> so when I get angry, it just flares out like that. <laughs> or when I freak out. Well, I hate Ron's hair. I love it. I hate his hair. I love Ron. <laughs> okay wait 
If I could have one thing and not have anything else, okay, I would want the Steel Samurai to be a real TV show. Oh, okay. Ace Attorney swag. All of the Steel Samurai. <laughs> yes. I would watch the shit out of that show. It's true, I would. The Pink Princess, the Nickel Samurai. I'd probably also watch the Jammy Ninja. Oh, you? Of course you would watch Jammy Ninja. <laughs> How, how could I not? Yeah. I would probably, like, pre-order special edition DVDs of that shit. I would watch that show so hard. You know what's sad, and I think is, like, the most likely thing that they would make? Is Gael Dune noodles. So, so salty. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, they would just, like, throw in, like, a thing of salt with every pack of ramen. Yeah. So you'd have to, like, throw the salt in, boil your noodles, throw the other salt pack in, and then you could eat it. Ugh. Yeah, that would not be so good. It would not be, but that, I feel like something Japan would actually make for us. Yeah. So yeah, I just want all of the things. Yeah. And all the people. Is there anything that you want from Ace Attorney to give you that isn't actually straight out of Ace Attorney? Because like the stuff that they have is like the wine bottles and the orchestra CDs and stuff. Wait, what? Like they uh, anniversary, they have wine bottles with one that's Phoenix and one that's Edgeworth. Huh. Like Edgeworth is the red and Phoenix is the white wine. Like, that's the 10th anniversary set. I want that. Actually, well, we can't have it, because we're not in Japan. Special order! <laughs> Is there anything else we would want that might be feasible? I'm trying to think. Edgy's Tushi car. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, they did like, specialty wine, yeah. right? That's that's kind of what I want. Is I, like, I want the Godot specialty coffee, and I want edgy specialty tea blend. Like, I just want, yeah. like... Fucking slap Ace Attorney characters on it, and I swear to God, I'll buy it. <laughs> just give it to me. With just some original art, and the coloring will be different from all the other pictures, so I won't know legit. Yeah. Well, everybody will be different yeah. coloring. Fucking, I would buy an Ace Attorney beach towel, okay? Oh my God, yes, I would. I'm not gonna act like I'm above that. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, like, hang it on my wall, and people would be like, what's that? And I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> They're lawyers on a beach <laughs> towel, okay? Leave me alone. law school. Everyone should know what you're talking about. <laughs> eh, they, they don't. Because it's unfortunate that the world works that way. I've been waiting. I'm going to find somebody at that law school at some point who knows what this game is, and they're going to be my new best friend. It hasn't friends. even been a week yet. Like, give it time. Just introduce it to your professors. <laughs> and and like, then this is how it's done. And they'll be like, no one actually shouts objection in court. You know that. And then, and then you'll be like, <laughs> shut up. That's not true. <laughs> be like i swear no one actually shouts the word objection and they'll be like no you're lying so I found out my, yeah. my world was kind of shattered <laughs> but well then where's the drama <laughs> there is no drama where's the piano player in the corner yeah where's the he's making coffee where are the people in the stands going <laughs> <laughs> where's the confetti where's the confetti <laughs> Rochelle, even though you're not going to be that kind of lawyer, I'm just going to go in your office and throw confetti every now and then. <laughs> That's fine. I, I, I lost, guys. Confetti! Oh, also, <laughs> this is also our real-life canon, which is Michelle's going to become a lawyer, and she's going to go to a law firm, and at the law firm, they're going to have Christmas parties. Or Halloween parties, I'm sorry, Halloween parties. And at every Halloween party, she's going to dress up as an Ace Attorney character. <laughs> And I will come as her corresponding Ace Attorney character. So she will go as young Phoenix, and I will be young Mia. She will go as regular Phoenix, and I will be old Mia. She will go as Hobo Hodo, and I will be a zombie. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> She'll go as Trucy, and I will go as probably Kay as a corresponding, or Maya as a corresponding assistant. <laughs> and I'll just go on for yep. years, and no one will understand each year. Be and you gotta be in character when you go, so they don't know who you are. <laughs> They're not gonna know who I am regardless. Uh, not, I'm not gonna work <laughs> off. Who's that chick who always shows up at the Halloween party? <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, I thought of another thing that I want. Okay. Hold on. Can I have Caliusta use entire yes. outfit? Yes. I love her earrings. I love her suit. I love the colors. Like, I really didn't like her earrings the first time I saw her, and then 30 seconds later I was like, no, actually, that's really awesome. Ashley just hates everything about her, I, I don't like her. Like, I like her. There's another, like, defense attorney. But she's evil. But she's evil. Yeah, I was really excited for another chick defense attorney, but she turned out evil. But then I was like, she looks so fucking good as Kelly Isto you. I really do enjoy her her appearance. She just like that little suit is so tailored and it looks so I want a tailored good. suit so badly. Hey Ace Attorney, just give me a tailored suit. <laughs> there we go. Like that has nothing to do with Ace Attorney <laughs> swag, I just want a tailored suit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this is the part where I'm gonna transition to mop ups. Other thing that they he wants from um Capcom, which oh what is Capcom? Will you will you just give the green light and the money to the Ace Attorney musical project? Yay! They I thought they had a thing, but yeah, the musical project's beautiful and magical and wonderful, and they should just fucking do it already. Because the soundtrack's available for download, and I mean I bet like it just could be so much more beautiful if Capcom would just green light it for them. They need animators, that's what they need, because it's going to be a oh, flash. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not going to be live action, because that would be really hard, since it's the internet. So they're gonna, they were going to do flash videos of it, like an entire series flash videos. and But they're having trouble finding animators, and it's all volunteer work, and people do it in their spare time, so it's really hard. Yeah, I guess. But I want it. But they had the first, they released the first song, and they released the Flash of it, and it looked fucking beautiful. I'm glad. I'm also kind of glad about the Flash, because as much as I'd like to see, like, real actors on a stage doing the musical, like, none of them could I feel do justice the way I want them to. Yeah. Because there was that that thing that Japan released when they did the, because the first Phoenix Wright game was for, like, the Game Boy Advance, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so they, they they transferred it to the DS, right? Yep. Yes. So when they did that, they released that they released a trailer where they put voices to Gumshoe, Phoenix, and Edgy, and the judge. And they did like a little court case where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, Mr. Edgeworth, you have a, a pink DS, and you keep it in your back pocket, when clearly it says that you can't, you're not, in the DS manual, that you're not supposed to put your DS in your back pocket. <laughs> and it's just the perfect banter, and their voices sound perfect. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe for the tenth year, re-release the game with voice actors. That's I also want that. Yes, this thing that we're talking about, by the way, it was for it was for the Tokyo Game Show. And if you go to YouTube's the YouTube's and you put in Phoenix Wright TGS as in Tokyo Game Show TGS, you find it. It's the first one. The English subs are there, and it's beautiful and wonderful, and you should yeah, watch it. Maybe if I remember, I'll put it on the Tumblr. But it was it's really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, we all just want it because it's impossible. Also, it's impossible. We just found out like it's you cannot find anything from the uh, the all girls Jap- Japanese troupe who did the musical. You can't like find a DVD copy of it. You or can't anything? find like any YouTube videos of it anymore. Ah. You can't find like any downloads for it. Nothing. Just damn copyright. 
Damn copyrights. Mm-hmm. And that's all. I guess that's all we really want from Ace Attorney. For the 10th year anniversary, we just want everything. Yep. So Capcom, if you hear us, get on it. And then give us money for our podcast. Because we would appreciate yeah. it. And then Serenity Frost and uh, Jenna Dark Knight sent us a bunch of like headcanons that they thought of like retrospectively. Okay. But we don't have to talk about that. Are any of them really good? No, not really. They just think Winston Payne uh, is really competent and he chose to lo- lose against me and Phoenix or he just lost against them. <laughs> he <laughs> chose... Wait, wait, wait. This means he chose to lose against Mia, Phoenix, Phoenix again, Apollo. <laughs> like, hold on. All of the people he chose to lose against multiple times. He's really competent, only loses against me and Phoenix and Apollo. <laughs> Phoenix with amnesia, who didn't know how to do court. <laughs> what, do you feel bad for him? <laughs> I, I think so. No, no, it just, he's, he's incompetent. No, because yeah. nobody knew he had amnesia. Not even Maggie. No. <laughs> to be fair, Maggie doesn't know anything. That's true. Maggie got me forever. <laughs> They're so cute. Oh, so cute. Can't even handle it. Um... They also had a headcanon that Franzi dabbled in side magic on the stage magic on the side (laughs) based on her gesture, like her hand movements. Oh, interesting. He's just trolling the court because he's... (laughs) You can read things out loud. Oh, Oh, okay. We have a theory that the judge isn't senile. He's just trolling the court because his retirement is coming up soon. (laughs) (laughs) Then his retirement has been coming up soon for like seven years. (laughs) <laughs> like nine years he's forgetting because he's he becomes senile maybe he starts trolling and then he, then he actually is senile <laughs> he trolls so well he trolls himself <laughs> he looked uh, in the mirror when he was practicing his trolling and then it just reflected into him <laughs> also have a theory that Mia's a closet nerd um but more in the sci-fi and action movie area instead of steel samurai like Maya is <laughs> The only basis of anything I have for Mia liking things is that one movie poster she has in her office from that one movie she can't remember the title <laughs> of that made her cry. <laughs> Which is just super cute, but I don't think she's... Okay, if anything, I think she enjoys shitty pop music because she made that Milkshake Brings All the Boys at the Yard joke. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of her being a fan of. Shitty pop music. I think she would listen to shitty pop music like at the gym. Yeah. On like the stair climber. She's yeah. like had a rough day at the office because Diego Diego was like being a jerk and cryptic and not helpful. And Grossberg was just talking about his hemorrhoids and she's on the stair climber going, Yeah, yeah, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. A firework. I like that idea. Good. Um let's see uh there was this headcan that miles is generally an all-around nerd particularly a fan of uh some something from japan that was the basis for steel samurai kamen rider i i'm bad at japanese i feel like he's oh kamen rider yes okay but i think okay Edgeworth is a really hardcore fanboy for Steel Samurai, and thus he is a fanboy for all auxiliary things to Steel Samurai, including what has motivated it or, like, inspired it. 
Yeah, I would agree. But he wouldn't be like a fan of other shit too. Like he would, he's all of his time goes into Steel Samurai. Yeah, because. <laughs> Because he might be, like, interested in some sci-fi things. Like, maybe he used to watch Star Trek as a kid. Except that was before Papa Papa Worth died. Yeah, Papa Edgeworth seems the type. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Trek type. <laughs> the Star Trek type. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, like, he used to watch, like, reruns with his dad, like, on Saturday morning or something like that. Aww. Mm-hmm. And then Manfred crushed any, <laughs> any bit of notion of love. And his favorite captain's Picard, and everyone else can suck it. Yep. Amen. And his dad's is Janeway. <laughs> and then um Sorry Frost also like linked us some comics. So we'll put those on the Tumblr. Yay, comics. Yay, comics. Um, com- they also went into how they disagree about who the smartest is. They agree that Trucy's the smartest, and they also feel that Kay is the worst character. But we've talked about Ooh. I love Kay. <laughs> Who did we decide was the smartest? We never decided, I don't think, who... The, oh, wait. No, we never decided on who the smartest. We said useful. Oh, most useful sidekick? We did the most useful sidekick question. I don't think we ever said... We agreed Missile was the most useful sidekick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they think Trucy is the smartest? Yes. And the K is the worst character. I'm down with, with Trucy being the smartest. I believe Trucy is the smartest intelligent-wise out of the three. Yeah, the only one who seems to have her act together on that level. Yeah. But, um, I'm not gonna go into your arguments against Kay, you guys, but Kay has her own agenda, she does what she wants, and Edgeworth has to hang around because he's afraid for her her safety and what she's gonna do and break the law. I don't care. She's a badass, and she does what she wants. (laughs) Amen, sister. (laughs) She hangs out with Detective Bad. Also, wait, I can, so I can count on my, on my hand in 30 seconds, five worse characters than Kay. <laughs> fucking John, like, um, John Armstrong, fucking <laughs> Sparks Brushler, <laughs> Wesley Stickler, fucking everyone. Hold on. Zach Gamoray. Oh yeah, Zach Gamoray's a jerk. <laughs> and I'm gonna say Payne, because I disagree, Payne is not secretly competent. <laughs> Have you seen his hair at any point in his life? It's terrible. It's awful. It's terrible. But also, Valent is pretty bad. I love Valent to death, but he's a shitty person. He's a shitty person. You're right, but I still love him so much. I love him immensely. <laughs> he's the best person to have around Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, so another reason why Valent is a shitty person, not that we've listed any yet, but um, when your fucking mentor dies, the child of the love of your life is orphaned. How come you let the random lawyer dude take care of her? Why don't you adopt her? Because he's a dumb fuck. You're an idiot, Valent. <laughs> I, think, I think what it was, like, he was like, also laying low from the law because he couldn't prove that he didn't kill Magnify, I think. It's implied that he's been heavily present in Trucy's childhood, though. Yeah, that's true, because, like, he's been around, and she's like, oh, Uncle Valent! Like, she remembers him still. Yeah. He still talks about daddy, but I don't think you'd forget your daddy. And Phoenix is very um, familiar with him. He's kind of like, mm, I don't like you, but he's not surprised at his presence. Because Valen's a shitty person, then. Yeah. That that bothered me, too, though. 
I'm sure he's helping support them somehow, though, financially. He better be, because, oh my god, Thanks. Thanks <laughs> can't do shit. Can't do shit, man. <laughs> yeah, their entire lives are funded by Miles Edgeworth and Valent Gramfrey. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Edgeworth just sends him checks every now and then. Yeah. yeah. And comes and makes sure Trucy goes to school. You missed that last time. But... <laughs> and Phoenix is pissed about it, which is why he purposefully dresses like a hobo, because it makes the two very fashionable men who pay his rent very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Every Christmas he gets a cravat. <laughs> he never wears it. <laughs> I like that headcanon. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> the grapefruit. <laughs> I love that grapefruit shit. <laughs> it's true. He eats half a grape grapefruit every morning, unsugared, <laughs> because grapefruit is the only only thing we can picture him eating. Have we explained this before? I feel like we haven't. I might have, but just just in case, I think I have said it, but that every morning Edgeworth wakes up, he gets up and he soaks his cravat in some sort of scented <laughs> cologne. Not sure what the scent is. Probably light, crisp, rose, possibly. I'm not sure. He goes and he takes a shower, which is long enough for his cravat to get a good soak. <laughs> and then he goes and showers, he gets dressed. He goes down for breakfast, half a grapefruit unsugared because his his breath as we know from emma smells like citrus any <laughs> other citrus just doesn't seem to work well but grapefruit no. works well so after he eats and he gets his cravat and his cravat's nice and dry and he puts it on and stuff he gets into his douchey red sports car drives almost too fast to work but just barely barely where it's under like no cop's gonna pull him over for that and almost and goes through every yellow light he goes through every yellow Gets yeah. to work, <laughs> climbs up. How many flights of stairs? I always forget. Thirteen. Thirteen yeah. flights of stairs to work, and is only mildly out of breath, and then actually gets to work. At first, staring at his chessboard. <laughs> yeah, and reminding himself that he is all those red pieces surrounding that single blue. <laughs> nice starts his day, you know. Also, this theory about his morning has been canonically accepted by Ask Ace Attorney. Yes, it has. So it's headcanon. <laughs> it's headcanon. It's it's like fan canon official now. Yeah. Yep. We gotta fit Pess into that uh, morning routine. Oh well, he he lets Pess out in the morning. They go for a walk when he gets back home. Okay. That yeah. Works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna Dark Knight also said her personal favorite character is Mia because goddamn she's a badass. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Yes. And this is where I disagree. She's a Mia Phoenix shipper. And she thinks it's sweet in a Carpe Diem sort of way, given that the first two games, obviously it kind of dies after Turnabout Sisters, but it, it's, it was a sweet could-have-been romance. I kind of think that when Phoenix was younger, he had a crush on her, but I think he gets over that after she's all dead and shit. Dahlia. You know. Yeah. Well, but Dahlia- I don't think it was, like, reciprocated. No, not at all. I mean, how could she? She had a beautiful man waiting for her in a coma. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's just really sad to think about Mia after Phoenix wins his first case. Like, Phoenix is like, Mia looks so proud. She looks like she's actually about to cry. Mm -hmm. And you know she's thinking about her old case. Yeah. (laughs) And how the man she loves is in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. It's not over yet. It's not over. 
Oh, um, also a fix and what we were saying last time about um, Freakazoid. So Candlejack doesn't actually kill people. He just kidnaps them when he says his name. Fucking so- stop saying his name, Stephanie. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Fucking stop it. And I noticed you didn't beep it out last time. <laughs> it's fine. I was only you kidding. Make- Poor editing choices. <laughs> it's fine, because as you look behind you, <laughs> I'm making sure I don't kidnapped in the middle of the podcast. Ashley. Yes. If she gets almost kidnapped by him, I will watch. I want you to bite his face. <laughs> Can you do that for me? Uh... Oh, it's for Michelle. So okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate the love. Oh. All right, that was all the the middle the the mini notes from everybody. Okay. And with that, we'll be right back. back i'm stephanie your mentor lawyer i'm ashley your newbie kitten i'm michelle still dead oh yeah so we were were asked a question i like questions what what was the question the question we were asked was what is our favorite ace attorney song it was asked to us by colin d from the whole aa series Okay, I've got the obvious answer. Which is? Objection cornered. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's really Because good. can we talk about how fucking awesome that song is real quick? It gets you pumped. It's, I got in a Facebook debate about this recently. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, let me explain this. So, I don't even know how this came up, but me and Stacy, who I have previously mentioned, were talking about objection cornered, and then her friend Martin comes in and posts the really like badass kind of technically version from um MVC3 Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 when Phoenix is in it mm-hmm. and we were like yeah that's good but not as good and he was like what do you mean and we we went through and systematically explained how objection cornered is fantastic because of how much shit you have to go through to earn it every single time <laughs> and you have to pull shit out of your ass and get tased and this that and the other thing and you earn objection cornered so when you hear it it really is victory music until the fu- fucking prosecution starts wagging their finger at you and it gets all <laughs> ripped away from you but until that point you're like yes i'm actually doing good in this game that has kicked my ass for three hours and you just get like it it, it builds up so it gets faster and faster, more intense. Yep. And you're just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'm close. I'm gonna crack this bitch. I'm gonna crack this mm-hmm. bitch. And then, <laughs> then it's like three hours later, you're like, I'm gonna crack this bitch eventually. <laughs> As you say, yeah. <laughs> and it was good because in this Facebook debate, he was like, hey, I have to go through and dig up four different valid points of evidence until I can hear this version of objection, cor- objection cornered. And we were like, no, bitch, no. <laughs> no, bitch, no. Because I've I've seen people play that game, and Phoenix 
in that game fights exactly how you expect Phoenix to fight, which is like, I don't know what's going on. I'm picking up random shit off the ground. Half of it's useless. And I'm just <laughs> shouting. Also, I'm voiced by the guy who's the voice of Tristan from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait, isn't he also the Toonami guy? Or is that a different That's guy? A different That's guy. a different guy. Oh. The guy is Sam Regal and the Toonami guy is Steve Bloom. Oh, yeah, Sam Regal. I only know him from his Twitter, which is hilarious. Yes. (laughs) But anyway. So, yeah. And, like, Phoenix, like, takes slower to, like, throw any punch. And he has Maya do, like, all of his attacking, pretty much. (laughs) And then she runs away crying every time. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll have Missile come and help. And Missile's a badass, so thank you, Missile. Yep. But, um, but anyway, no. You got nothing. Because you have to pick up, like, Several times per match, like all that evidence before you can hear your corner theme, you gotta go through each case painstakingly long hours and earn that shit to hear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I really, I don't know if it's my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite, but objection corner needs a nod. The nod that it deserves. Yes. And we're talking, of course, the two thousand and one mix, not any other bullshit mix of objection corner. Objection corner. Yeah, because th- they're just not as good. Also, it makes every activity epic. Yes, it's true. It's going through my head right now, and it's this whole conversation is much more intense because of it. <laughs> yeah, I pulled it up on my iTunes. <laughs> I'm listening to it right now. Uh, Ashley, what do you got? I really like the uh, court theme from the third game, from Trials and Tribulation. It's it's very like organy. Mm-hmm. I just I just like the tone it sets. Because you're, you're always going up against the ghetto. And it's just like, all me. All me. <laughs> now, this is going to sound weird. But one of the ones that I do enjoy listening to is Marvin Grossberg's theme. Because <laughs> it is. We've talked about we've this. We've talked about this before. It's so swanky. It's so good. And he does not he deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. it. <laughs> Actually, though, because when I was playing it and he came up I'm like, oh, yeah, it's his theme. He ruins his own theme. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you hear his theme on its own. It's like, bam. Like, it's swanky, and you're like, yeah. And then Marvin comes on, and he's talking about his hemorrhoids and stuff, and you're just like, <laughs> you are such a miserable piece of human existence that <laughs> your swank is all lost. Yeah. And it's really sad. <laughs> but yeah, that I just needed to put that out there again. Um, yeah. The other one that really pulls at my heartstrings only... Only in the form when it's got the lyrics to it, though, yeah. is the Turnabout Sister song. Oh. There's this Ooh. girl on YouTube who put lyrics to the song, and they break my heart. Gets you right there. Gets you right there. I'll post that on the Tumblr, because you all should listen to it. She does a lot of other Ace Attorney songs, too. Um, she mm-hmm. does, like, one for, for Trucy called Child of Magic. And well, that's, that's Trucy Steam's name, yeah. but it's... Oh yeah, that's but right. Her lyrics are really good. Her lyrics and are really good. And her um, Great Truth Burglar K's theme with lever- lyrics is really, really, really good. Yeah. And she does one for Godot too. Yeah. The, yeah. Is, the audio quality is bad, but it's sad and sad. Yeah. The quality, yeah, the quality is bad, but but the lyrics are her lyrics are just really good. Mm-hmm. So I'll link the the Turnabout Sisters one because it's really sad and makes me cry. Um, no matter what. And you guys can just probably go like on the side of YouTube and it'll have like all the links for other songs. Yeah, or to her profile. Her Apollo one is really good too. Oh, I forgot she did Apollo one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that one. Okay, I also I wanna talk about Edgeworth's logic theme. 
That's a good song. That's <laughs> a good logic, the way to the truth, which I have as a text tone. Like I like it so much. Yeah. And um, it used to be your study for the LSAT alarm. It did. Tone. It did. Every day it would go <laughs> off. But um, Edgeworth logic theme is really good because it's really fitting shit. But okay, so one time it was my ringtone, and then Lauren started humming it. And I was like, Lauren, what the fuck are you humming putting on the Ritz for? <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm humming your ringtone. And that's when I realized that Edgeworth's Logic theme is putting on the Ritz. <laughs> I forgot about that. But you're right. So uh, that fantastic thing is real life. <laughs> oh, another thing is Jake Marshall's, Marshall's theme, just because it's got that Western-y bit to it. Yes. <laughs> Good times. Oh, and... Just to go with the swanky theme I got going on with the Ace Attorney music, I also like Furio Tigre's Swing the Tiger. Because <laughs> that title is super appropriate to his song. Yep. <laughs> those, yeah, those be my faves. Oh, there you, don't, you, don't like, uh, you don't like Dahlia's theme? I forget what it sounds like, <laughs> because I hate that bitch. Her theme <laughs> is Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard. I thought we talked about this. Oh, my bad. <laughs> That's her theme. I know, I said that was Mia's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you said it was Dahlia. No, Dahlia doesn't go to the gym and pump it out. Wait, wait, wait. Detective Bad's theme is really good. <laughs> oh, and obviously Gummies, because that's our song. Yes. Yeah, that's our theme, the remix of Gumshoe's song. <laughs> oh. And, and, of course, Godot's theme. Oh, yeah. Well, uh... It was so it was so obvious it was unspoken, Which, but I had, to, I had to speak it. Godot's theme is really, really good as the jazz version, and the game version for me is not as good anymore because I've listened to the jazz version so much. <laughs> I, I agree because I've heard the, I heard the jazz version first, mm-hmm. and so when I heard it in-game, it just was just like, oh, it's like ringtone-y because it's his ringtone. <laughs> yeah, it's like a MIDI version of the jazz one. The jazz one is it's, so good. Yeah. So much better. And Trucy's theme is a lot better when it's the jazz version, too. I haven't heard hers in the jazz ver- version. I think hers is orchestrated, if I'm not mistaken. No. No? No. And maybe I heard somebody orchestrate it, and it was good. <laughs> or you had a dream, and it was orchestrated, and it was beautiful. No, my dreams aren't that awesome. Um, This isn't Kay's official theme, but there's that, <laughs> that chicken dance that I really like. Yes. That's going to take a lot of explaining. You better explain the shit out of that. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. And I'll try to find it and put it on the that Tumblr. That is her but no real theme. That That's her real theme. That is her real theme. Yeah, I'm wrong. Okay. So there's there's Kay's theme. And I really, really enjoy Kay's theme because there's this, this gif on Tumblr that someone put to her theme. And if this guy, I think it's a McDonald's commercial gift. <laughs> I think that's what it is, but I cannot be certain. It's some, it's some black guy with a couple pieces of chicken in his hands, one in each hand, and he's smiling and he's dancing. And no matter what point that you start this this song, at what point of ever his dances, the gif is so perfect <laughs> to the song. Yep, it is so fitting. That I would just sit there and watch it memorized. And Michelle would hear through my headphones while I was doing homework or something. And she'd go, are you, listen- are you watching the chicken dance again? Because <laughs> she could hear it sometimes. And I'd just be like, y- yeah. <laughs> there goes two minutes of my life. Yeah. <laughs> well used. Well, well used. Because it's so perfect. And so 
when I cosplayed Kay, I was I was going to but forgot to learn the chicken dance and do the chicken dance in cosplay and put it to the song, but but it never never came to fruition. Someday. 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 You're just <laughs> giving yourself a lot of Tumblr homework this episode. I am. Maybe I feel bad because I have barely been on the Tumblr in the past, like, month. Well. Sorry, guys. The Tumblr's been pretty boring. <laughs> but I did Photoshop that beautiful picture of Dorothy and Maximilian Galactica. <laughs> the last episode. So I feel like that slightly made up for something. <laughs> I mean, sure, they're in the hotel gate, like, the Gatewater Hotel. I don't know why, but it just seemed like the best background to use. <laughs> Whatever. Should we say our goodbyes? I suppose. And we're back. I'm Stephanie, your mentor lawyer. I'm Ashley, your newbie kitten. I'm Michelle. Guess what? I'm dead. Womp womp. No way. Actually, I'm your lawyer who became Michelle. And therefore, we're both dead. <laughs> Shit, so am I then. <laughs> yeah, well, eventually. You, you got like a, a few year gap. Look forward to being dead. So I'm going to be dead real soon. Like someone's about to bash real head with a thinker statue. Thanks, Larry. And I get to train an incompetent painter to be a lawyer. <laughs> 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 Who wins by pure luck. Yep. And spirit channeling. And my help. <laughs> yes. Except I'm dead. Yep. So anyway, um, so I say thank you to everyone who helped make this podcast possible. Thank you, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really... Thank you, 8-Bit Boy, for our, our Manfred Von Carmel... Car- Van- Manfred Von Carmen. <laughs> that is a good... Can you want to try that again? Carmel. <laughs> Pass over that delicious Manfred Von Carmel. <laughs> it tastes bitter and cruel like him. Wait, wait. That's somebody's attorney swag I really want. Manfred Von Carmel. <laughs> Got a little kick to it. <laughs> it's not the chewy kind, it's the hard kind. <laughs> it breaks your teeth and your hopes. Um, so thank you to 8BitBoy, thank you to Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for our theme sh- our theme song of Hey There, hey, or Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. <laughs> um, thank you to whoever else music we steal, because we steal people's music sometimes. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you for everybody who writes to us. Appreciate it. Mop up. Dark Shadow Rage, <laughs> or not Dark Shadow Rage. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Mop up. Um... <laughs> We got we got Jenna, Jenna Dark Knight, Knight, Serenity Frost, Colin D, Ivy Moonblossom, just all you guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all the emails. You're the best. Where can they email us, Michelle? They can email us at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com, or they can go all up on our tumblers and leave us an ask. That's objecttothis.tumblr.com. Or you can go on Podomatic and leave us a message there. I think that that's the thing that Podomatic does. Our Podomatic is objecttothis.podomatic.com. And you should go all up on that iTunes and find us in the iTunes store and rate and review us there because A, I read all of them, and B, it's actually something I really read. I actually (laughs) read those. Like the only thing she really reads that she finds out before I do. Yeah. (laughs) Stephanie doesn't, and I do. So go all up on them, rate and review us, because then iTunes will know that we're cool and we're not shit, and they won't kick us off iTunes. 
I don't know if that's a real thing, but I don't want to be kicked off iTunes. <laughs> That'd be so, so go rate and review us. Um, so thank you guys. Ashley, what's our question for next week? Oh, our question is, ask us questions. Yeah, we couldn't think of one. We don't <laughs> have a question. So ask us lots of questions. Anything, everything that we haven't already answered. Yeah, and I hope you all have a really, really sad anniversary of Diego Armando's death. Everyone, I don't care if you like coffee. I don't care if you have a heart defect and you or can't drink caffeinated coffee. Or allergic to it somehow. Somehow. Everyone, just take a sip of black coffee in remembrance of a beautiful man. Yeah. Take one sip, and it doesn't matter if you spit it out, because he does that all the time. And then just take your cup and pour it on the ground. Memoriam. Pour it out for your homie. Because a great man was poisoned on Monday the 27th, 2012. Well, I'm Stephanie. I'm, I'm Michelle. I'm Ashley. <laughs> I was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Thank you.